0: This this show is brought to you by Safety FM. Hello, howdy, hi everybody. It is Sam Goodman, the Hop Nerd, coming to you with another episode of the Hop Nerd Podcast. Glad that you're here with us. How are you doing today? I hope you're doing amazing. Before we get started, make sure you head over to the website, check out www.thehopnerd.com. follow along on all those different social media platforms at the nerd. Unless it's Twitter, then it's the hop nerd one. Send me a send me an email. I love these conversations. That's my favorite part, the hop nerd. At gmail.com, send me a message through the contact form, send me a message through the DMs. Let's talk. So today I wanted to chit-chat a little bit about this: helping or harming trust. And what I really want to dive in today uh, or into today is skeletons, the skeletons that are in our closets and the folklore that exists within our organizations. So first off, let's start with this. Why is that important? Uh, Well, because everything that we do, right, everything that we do within our organizations is based on trust, openness, honesty, engagement, all those super critical things. But it really starts with trust and openness, right? Trust, openness, honesty. If we don't get those pieces right, we're not really going to have any real structure or any real base to build anything else on. We have to get those pieces right uh, or fix those pieces, uh, many of them, most of us have, have really on the side of fixing them because they've been damaged. Um, we have to get those things right before we can really start down the path of trying to make any significant changes or lasting changes within our organizations. We have to get that stuff right before we can gain any significant ground, really in just about anything that we're doing in any, any arena. It's not just, safety's not just special there, right, it's, it's within, with anything. So every organization has skeletons in their closet. We, we have we have history, right? We have lots of history. Um, and most of our organizations become pretty interesting rumor mills, <laughs> to, for for lack of a better way to put it. Uh, I can tell you uh, from growing up in the utility industry uh, that a power plant, uh, it's days of our lives <laughs> at a lot of these places. So we, we, we really don't do ourselves any favors as leadership teams a lot of times uh, on top of that. Uh, because a lot of times when we have really interesting or complex situations uh present themselves, we usually deal with them by being silent. Uh and then obviously within that void grows the lore that then continues to spread throughout our organizations. So <clears throat> it's pretty interesting the way that this stuff happens, right? Um We'll just we'll paint a picture. That's that's here's the disclaimer. This is not a real life example, right? <laughs> but you know, and I'll use a power plant as an example because that's that's what I what I grew up in. Um, you have an operator that's operating a fork truck that backs into something. There's damage. They're pulled off of that fork truck, right? They, we take a look at this thing. Part of the the company's policy is to to post incident drug test this person, right? Um, and let's say that they pop that. <laughs> Whatever reason, right? They're having a little bit of fun in, in Vegas the weekend before. Uh, and, you know, the company possibly terminates this person and they're no longer with us. That kind of sort of sucks. That's, that's not a great thing. You know, any time we lose an employee, that's a terrible, terrible thing. Uh, it can dramatically, it, it does dramatically impact our sites or our locations. Now, uh, let's say that we're the management team for this site. Uh, and we hide behind this. Well, I can't say anything because it's it's drug and alcohol related. So I'm going to stop right there. I'm not going to say anything. We're just going to leave that as silent. What do you think happens? Right? We just left that void. It gets filled in with something. And here's usually what it gets filled in with. Well, you know, Joe Bob, uh, he backed that fort truck into, uh, into that piece of equipment. And they fired him because he reported it. Sound familiar? <laughs> We, we hear those stories all the time, right? That's the, that's the farthest thing from the truth, right? We don't go into the fact that Joe Bob was a meth head and, and had some significant other issues at work, right? Uh, but, again, we, we don't do ourselves any favors a lot of times as leadership teams. We stop there. We leave that void. We, we remain silent. Uh, and here's just a really good general rule of thumb. In those situations, absolutely, there's a lot of stuff that you cannot say, There's a lot of stuff that you should not say, but there's some things that you can say. And meeting that with silence, silence says a lot, and it's nothing good, right? Um, You're leaving that void, and that void is where that folklore starts. And as with, with, with any form of lore, right, folks take this stuff and they add bits to it, they sensationalize it, and they pass it to others, and then they sensationalize it. We have new folks coming in years and years from now, and then they pass on, this this basket of folklore, which is then added to and sensationalized, and you you see the 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 cycle that I'm trying to demonstrate here. And a lot of this really comes from this place. I, I want you to I want you to really take this away from this. Um, is that everything that we do, especially in and around communication, especially communication, uh, everything that we do either helps. Or hurts, right? It either helps or hurts trust and openness. It either We're either creating good folklore or we're creating not-so-great folklore. And again, a perfect example, perfect example uh, is you'll hear comments, right? You'll, you'll get these comments that are made by executives, and they'll say something along these lines <clears throat> during a, during a higher-level meeting. They'll say, having a healthy sense of fear uh, or a healthy sense of respect uh, for what we do is a good thing. Now, you'll have folks from that meeting take that and kind of uh, pass that down throughout their own organizations. And by the time it gets from the executive who had very good intentions down to the pointy end of the stick, you ask that person at the, at the pointy end or you kind of bottom sound of and they say, yeah, uh, John Doe executive told us that being afraid is a good thing. Being fearful in this organization <laughs> is a good thing. Right? And that, that's not what was meant at all. So we have to be cautious. Uh, and especially if we're in positions where, where we're being watched, right, where, where we're being watched and people are listening, uh, that's super, super duper important. Uh, the words that we use, the actions that we take, the way that we carry ourselves, it's either going to help or it's going to hurt trust, right? So we, we always have to be hyper aware to our position in that. And then we could also dive into the skeletons that are that's in our organization's closets, right. Um, we've all been there. We've had those conversations, and you have uh, that employee <clears throat> that's been slighted, and they're telling you this story about whatever, pick your topic, this company does not spend money on purchasing PPE, <laughs> and I'm picking a very low-hanging fruit here, just making something up. Uh, And you'll ask the question, okay, well, well, tell me, show me and I'll help you fix it. Uh, When was this? How how did this happen? Uh, And by the time you peel back the layers on that onion, you find out that it was 10 or 15 years ago, right? So we still have that stuff that hides in our organization. Um, And so here's here's really the magical question is how do you work on that stuff? And I think there's a few places that we can really focus on a a few practical takeaways. Uh, And number one is that we just need to communicate more. Right, I think we just need to have more conversations. When things happen at our sites, at our locations, at our businesses, uh, that's off normal. It's a good opportunity to bring everyone together and have a conversation, and that's the harder answer to a lot of this stuff. Right, as 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 companies, especially as larger companies, we like to think of everything as needing to be strategic and planned and perfect and all of that other starchy corporate words, all of those that we can squeeze into one sentence that corporates speak. But in and around communication, kind of, sort of not. right. right, let's go back to that forklift example where Joe Bob had some problems, right? Joe Bob had some personal problems. Uh, if for any reason, if for any reason you have to term someone from your work family, and that's what it is, Right? We're, we're, we're sending someone off and banishing them to the wilderness from our family. Uh, we, we, that's a prime opportunity to set people down face-to-face and have a conversation. Right? And that's, that's easier said than done. Smaller locations are a little easier. Larger, it gets a little more complex, but it's doable. And there are things that you can say. Right? There are things that you can say. Back to that silence says nothing good Thing So have those conversations. That's where I'm going with that is I, I believe that we just need to talk more. We need to have more conversations, real deal, face to face, in person conversations. We need a lot more of that and a whole lot less corporate strategic communications. Right? We need we need more people stuff. So another thing that I think is super important is that we have to start working on creating positive folklore because I, I really hit this from the negative angle I'm negative Nancy I know I hit this from the negative angle right from the beginning but we can think about great examples of positive folklore I was having a conversation about this the other day uh, I was talking to, uh, to, an, to a person that was new to a company um, and they were telling me about this executive that they had this great high opinion of um, and to, to, to shorten this conversation a little bit I ask, you know, well, when did they meet them? And they hadn't. Right? They, they had not met this person ever. This was just the information that had been passed down to them based off of experiences from those around them that they respected, right? They would say well, yeah, I was talking to my friend and they were telling me about this amazing, positive experience that they had with this leader, this manager, this executive. They pulled over on the side of the road and they helped me fix my flat tire because they seen that I was wearing, you know, a, a company shirt. They, they knew that I worked for the company and that was an amazing experience. Uh, or no, they stopped and asked me about my family. This person knew my family. It's, uh, you know, they knew that I had kids. It was amazing. It was an amazing experience. Uh, so this person had had no contact. Zero contact, zero interaction with this leader and had an extremely high, extremely high opinion of them just based off of folklore that was passed on to them by those around them that they respected. So the power of positive folklore is, is just as powerful as the negative stuff. And you're really not going to see a significant change, at least in my opinion and from what I have seen, until that positive folklore starts to outweigh the negative, until the good starts to outweigh the bad. That's how you really start to banish those skeletons (laughs) from the closet. That's how you really start to grow some positivity in and around the lore in general. So talk more, communicate more, do it the old school way in person, with your people, that's an amazing thing, right? That's something that we just don't do that much of anymore, and we should. That that should be our way of communicating, is actually communicating, right? Face-to-face kind of stuff. Um, And then working on building positive folklore, right? Doing those positive things. Positivity is amazing, uh, and we have to really get that through to our leaders, uh, at all levels of our organization, that people watch you, right? <laughs> You're a leader. Uh, when you stop and you do go do something that's above and beyond to take care of somebody, that spreads and that spreads like wildfire. When you stop and and take time to care for someone, uh, even if it's just as simple as asking about their kids' softball game, uh, stopping to help them change that flat tire, um, just all those little things has an amazing effect. And again, that positive folklore will catch and spread uh, just as rapidly as the not so great stuff. So as we grow, as we continue that, uh, that obviously lends greatly to helping us build trust, helping us build openness through those interactions, through those experiences, through helping to grow positivity. So what'd you think? Did I get it right? Did I get it wrong? Is it somewhere in the middle? You like it? Love it? Gotta have it? Hate it? Something like that? (laughs) Let me know. Send me an email. thehopnerd at gmail.com. Go check out the website. www.TheHotNerd.com. There's a really cool, easy-to-use contact form there. A chat feature. You can get in contact with me that way. You can give me a call. Shoot me a text. One of my favorite ways is you can send me a DM on any social media platform. So, get up with me. Let me know your thoughts. Until next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. (laughs)